0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Wow. Wow. Uh, kind of somewhat breaking news here in Columbus for those of you who uh, uh, visit Dollar Tree stores, which. We have, we do. I mean, who could not like getting stuff for a buck, even though now it's a buck 25. Hey, welcome to Bobbity Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. This is not how I had planned Uh, to begin this hour, but it just popped up on my uh, news feed. And get this, I'm reading directly from the local news story, citing repeated safety violations at a Columbus Dollar Tree store, the federal government has assessed fines totaling $294,657. Right at $300,000. This is for just one store. Now, Dollar Tree and their other store has been under investigation by Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost for uh, problems with, with prices. Uh, the prices that are marked in the store, then people get to the cash register, they're scanned, and it's a completely different price. And most people don't notice. Uh, so there, that's a completely different investigation. But listen to this. Uh, Occupational Safety and Health Area Director Larry Johnson said, quote, Repeatedly. Our inspectors find similar hazards at Dollar Tree stores, exposing workers to risk of injury from stacked merchandise, blocked aisles, and exit ways. They need to stop putting safety on the back shelf before any of its workers is seriously hurt or unable to safely exit in an emergency. Um, at the Dollar Tree store at uh, 1230 Morse Road, which employs 10 OSHA inspectors, found that emergency exits in the storeroom are obstructed and or blocked by wheeled carts, large boxes, bins, and trash. Also discovered was box merchandise stacked above he- head height in excess of six feet high that is not arranged in a stable and secure manner. To prevent it from falling onto or into the path of employees, um, a third citation from OSHA, again quoting, the employer does not ensure that sufficient access and working space is provided, maintained about, uh, and maintained about all electric equipment to permit ready and safe operation and maintenance of such equipment. Wow. Uh, the company has 15 days to respond to the citation. Wow. Uh, they have 16,000 discount variety stores throughout North America, 48 states. Uh, they also own Family Dollar. Hmm. It's Family Dollar uh, that has run into allegations from uh, Dave Yost's office. Wow. Three hundred thousand dollars in fines, one store, with ten employees. You, you would think they would want to get their act together. I would certainly, I would certainly hope so. All right, that just popped up, and I thought, wow, that's fascinating. Uh now let's let's uh, move our attention to Nebraska. A a Democratic lawmaker in Nebraska is being accused of, quote, anti-religious bigotry. Why? She has proposed a law in Nebraska to ban all children in the state from attending church youth groups or vacation Bible schools or church youth camps. Say what? ban all children in the state of Nebraska from attending church youth groups, vacation Bible schools, or summer youth camps, or for that matter, winter youth camps as well. State Senator Megan Hunt says her amendment, which would ban children under the uh, years of 19 age, from attending, quote, a religious indoctrination camp. Now, when I read this, I thought, are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. An elected official in the United States of America, in the state of Nebraska, wants to pass legislation that would prohibit any child, all children, in Nebraska from attending any church youth group, vacation Bible school, summer camp, winter camp, etc. I thought, how outrageous is that? Well, then I found out. Just joking. (laughs) Yeah. She was joking. Well, kind of, sort of. She actually proposed the amendment to uh, Legislative Bill 371 in Nebraska. Now, what is that legislation about? That legislation would prohibit children from being exposed to explicit sexual content at drag shows. (laughs) Do you see what she's doing? Conservatives in Nebraska want to protect children from sexually explicit performances at drag shows. So this Democrat lawmaker says, okay, I'll up the ante a little bit. We all know that children are abused in churches, particularly conservative churches. And if you're going to prohibit children from attending drag shows, well, then let's prohibit children from going to church events. Yeah. She says, quote, "...it's a tongue-in-cheek response." to Republicans who have said children should not be exposed to explicit sexual content at drag shows. This is an amendment that I will use to make a point. And then she went on to say, This amendment obviously won't pass, and I would withdraw it if I had the votes to pass it. It's a device to make a point, so there's no need to worry. Okay, so it's tongue-in-cheek, it's kind of a joke, and yet she has proposed an amendment equating, get this, equating vacation Bible school with drag queen shows. In her mind, they're the same. If you can outlaw one, you got to outlaw the other. Yeah, maybe some of those drag queen shows are sexually explicit, But what about those kids that have been abused at Bible-believing churches? And sadly, there have been children that have been abused at Bible-believing churches, but it is unbelievably rare. Have you ever heard of a sexually explicit vacation Bible school? Church youth camp? All of the drag queen shows Are sexually explicit. So even though she meant it as a joke, it certainly reveals where her values are or her unbelievable misunderstanding of what values are and what Christians do. Wow. I mean, wow. All right, we'll be back.
0: News, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: All right, it's uh, time for a little LTD-ing, okay? Uh, this program is all about being an LTD. Listen, think, discern. And we discern from a biblical point of view, a biblical worldview. Uh, if we're discerning doctrine, we're discerning doctrine from a biblical worldview. If we're, uh, if we're discerning uh, current events, we do it from a biblical worldview. If we are discerning music, we must do it from a biblical world view. I want to have a little exercise in discernment about a very popular contemporary uh, Christian song right now, and I, I would imagine some of you have heard it, and you probably really like it, and it's very catchy, and I am certain that the motive behind it was really good. But folks... We must be discerning. Would you want your pastor to preach half-truths from the pulpit? And would you sit and say, well, (laughs) that wasn't completely true, but he really presented it in a passionate way. I loved his presentation. Now, it wasn't all true, But he was really good in preaching it. I hope you would never, ever, ever do that. I hope not. And you shouldn't do it with the music you sing. Okay? Now, I want to get into this, and I'll do it quickly. And I know that some are going to say, Bob, you're just being picky. That's all. I really like that song. You're just being picky. Okay, you have every right to your opinion, but at least take into consideration what I'm saying. Our music must be, must be, must be as theologically correct as our sermons. And I double-dog dare you to show me any scriptural way to disagree with that. All right. I'm not even going to mention the artist, and I don't know whether he wrote it or whether he's just singing it, and I don't know. But I'm not going to mention the artist because, again, it is not my intention to attack anyone because this particular artist has put out some great stuff. I just love some of his stuff. But this one, it's a fairly new one called The Heart of God. All right? Let me read the lyrics to the first verse. I know you're hurting. I can see it in your eyes. So pull back the curtain and take off your disguise. Whoever told you ain't worth the fight. The cross tells a story that'll change your mind. Love it. Absolutely love it. Can't disagree with any of that. Like it. And then there's the chorus. Because there's only love... In the heart of God. No room for shame in his open arms. There's beauty from ashes, so come as you are. There's only love in the heart of God. Uh, There's beauty from ashes, so come as you are. Yep, absolutely. No doubt about it. Yes, yes, yes. God loves to take ashes and turn them into beauty. And yes, to come to Jesus, we come as we are. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where do I have a problem? Because there's only love in the heart of God. I have been talking to you recently about this movement in evangelicalism to present a kinder, gentler God, a kindler, gentler Jesus than we have revealed in Scripture. Jesus is only love. Oh, my goodness, he is so loving. But don't forget he went into the temple and overthrew the tables, got a whip, and began driving people out. Don't forget that Jesus said, I came to bring division. I came to bring a sword. I came to bring fire. Yeah, Jesus said all of that. Because there's only love in the heart of God. Honest question. Is that biblically correct? There's only love in the heart of God. Uh, No. Is there love in the heart of God? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. More love than we could ever understand or comprehend. It's infinite. But God is a God of justice and wrath and anger. And to to twist Scripture to make God more palatable, we talk about this all the time, the devil lives in the extremes. There are some who only want to present God as a God of judgment, anger, wrath. God is out to get you. Absolutely unbiblical extreme, and we should reject that unequivocally God is if it said there's only judgment in the heart of God oh my goodness I would reject that completely and so would all of you but it is not true because there's only love in the heart of God it goes back to the problem and I'm not going to go into that because I've done it dozens of times that's why I had a problem with the shack the novel and the movie Biblically incorrect. Now, the second verse Come, prodigal son, it's never too late. Run home to the Father, let him clothe you with grace and bury your burdens. Break free from the fear. Step out of the shadows, there's no judgment here. If you come to Jesus, yes, that is so true. I don't have any problem with the verse. But then, because there's only love in the heart of God. Bob, you are being picky. He was just trying to demonstrate how loving God is. Okay. Like I said, I think his motive is pure. But it's not correct. As I've said before, We want to see people saved. Well, how can they get saved if they don't know that they're lost? How can you want just a heaven if there's no hell to shun? We must, folks, demand and expect biblically correct preaching, teaching, and music.